Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Elisa. How, How are you? How you doing? I'm okay. Week three. Yeah. Um, enjoyed the, I've enjoyed the feedback. I've I liked know. it. It's been so nice. And honestly, thank you so much for listening. Because we, when we started this, we were kind of like, well, who's going to listen to this? Who's going to listen to us <laughs> just waffling on about life? But yes, people <laughs> are listening. And people are taking the time to let us know they're listening. Yeah. Um, and touch wood nothing too neggy yet so yeah. neggy well, people keep away thanks actually, so much i have got into trouble go on from my mum oh now she's listened to this my mum enjoyed it uh, well <laughs> that's the thing because i i'm on the radio right and i've been on the radio for 10 years and you can never swear you can never say anything naughty and my mum i said oh so what did you think of the podcast she was like honestly i was shocked <laughs> and i was like okay and, and i was like but you weren't disappointed, right? She was like, no, it was funny, but I just wish it wasn't you saying those things. I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, if Kirsty can mom. say the bad things, that'd be better. No, because I don't want to upset my mum. My mum knows, but my dad can't listen to it. No. I told my mum, like, don't even tell him it exists. Someone's going to tell him, <laughs> your daughter's got quite a successful podcast. And I'm going to be like, no, I haven't, dad. I haven't. I, no, it's not me. It's just someone using my name. You are right, though. It is like really, really successful. We've got between 10 it's not too successful we're not million listeners so it's between 10 and 2 million (laughs) guys we're not think headed please keep listening (laughs) exactly but look this week i think we're we're getting a little bit deeper we're trying we're trying to we're never going to take away the lols because you know uh elisa would actually kill me if i took away the lols but i did say we we are doing the podcast based on the things that have the highest engagement on the tdg facebook group and the third highest engagement after dating and Dubai Stone was about feeling lonely and feeling yeah. like you can't make friends. And I did a little Google. There's three million people in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, yet, personally, I've experienced this. It can feel really lonely, really isolating. Um, and one of the biggest things we try and champion on that Dubai Go is about, you know, getting yourself out there, providing events where people can come on their own and make friends. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today. And today we've got some experts to help us, you know, understand what to do when we're feeling super mega stressed or super yeah. mega on our own. And this is the thing, like, I think what I've seen a lot on that Dubai girls about, like, when you move to Dubai, like, mm-hmm. how do you make friends? Now, what I always say is, I'm pretty honest, and I say it's not easy to make good mates in Dubai. It's so not. That's okay. I agree. It's not easy to make good mates yeah okay like your top five you know back on what was it on the day when you used to have the pictures oh and, and Bebo Bebo oh, I love it top, be- top, it was six. top six yeah it's not easy to make your top six it's not Um, and I have had some friends that honestly like I would have been like you're going to be my bridesmaid if anyone's ever stupid enough to marry me <laughs> Um, and then literally over something totally insignificant they can yeah. just not be your friend and not be your life anymore me too so I would say it's hard to make good friends but I would say it's very easy I would say it's a friendly place though like yeah you'll go to the gym and there'll be people and have a little chin wag and mm-hmm. you'll you know like people I, I don't find it as like sometimes when I go home I'll be like trying to ha- make a small talk with someone I don't know wherever I am just because I'm like oh god I'm lost um, and people are so like mm, why are you talking to like, me how dare you I don't know who you are yeah but I mean here you're right like it is quite a friendly place but what I say is, like, first year or two, you're going to filter out a lot of people mm-hmm. who are just kind of your friends, like, convenience-wise. So you've got your brunch friends, yeah. you've got your gym friends, yeah. you've got your, like, sofa friends, and then you've got your actual hardcore friends yeah. who have, like, been through the grit and come out the other side. That's but nice you do thing. make friends here that become, like, your family, because obviously mm. a lot of us as expats are lacking our family. And I think while we're talking about mental health and, like, how we feel in our minds, I think a lot of people forget that, you know, moving to the UAE from somewhere in the world, 
You actually should be so proud of yourself for even starting to do that. That's such a brave thing to do that loads of people just would never be brave enough. And how many times do you get that? Like when you go home, people are like, oh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't. Like you could. Like, oh, your life. Yeah. Pack your bag. Off you pop. See, I'm not slagging anyone off, right? No, no. But there's people from my school Mm. that have married someone they met in school, stayed in the exact same village we grew up, do the same job they did when they left school, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. But if you have moved over to the UAE, legend. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Pat on the back for giving it a go, because I'll tell a story about a friend of mine in the UK who um, had never left our hometown yeah. and decided to go, we're from we're from a little seaside place in Essex, decided to go all the way to Scotland for university. Well, that's ages away. Uh, yeah, gave up after three weeks and moved back home. <laughs> never went back. To Scotland? Yeah, yeah, went all the way to Scotland. Oh, that's so exotic. Three, three, weeks, three weeks in, gave it all up, went back to back home, never did his degree, nothing, because he just couldn't. He missed, did he miss his mum? <laughs> I don't know what he, he missed, boy? but he just couldn't hack it. And wow. I was just like, I mean, I will admit, I yeah. am a mummy's girl. So and I. Um, I went to uni in the University of Essex, which was down the road from my house. Yeah. So I cannot talk about people that don't. I mean, I now have lived here for seven years. But yeah. when I moved here, people were like, what do you mean you're moving to the mid? What? What? Like, my sister's the... My sister's the exotic one. She left when she was only 19 and went to Australia. Is she still there? She's in New Zealand now. But nice. Yeah, never looked back, old Jode. Just globe trotting. That's so um, good. Loves it. She's in lockdown back again, though. Off topic. Slightly. Got it. Got yeah. it. They've done well. And I think they've had like just one case and then they just locked the whole place down. Yeah, I think it's gone like into like 11 people now. So they're having an actual meltdown. Oh. Anyway, getting totally sidetracked. It's tough. Here. It's tough. But um, look, we're going to be talking about mental health because that can be quite a hard thing to like sustain in the uae can't it yeah because i mean the uae can be everything it can be that i truly believe it is the land of opportunities yeah but i think with all the available opportunities all also comes a certain amount of pressure on Mm. yourself to be this amazing incredible you know person doing all these wonderful things like i've certainly felt it with what i'm trying to do people have certain expectations of me and when i feel like i can't fulfill those expectations it's like what outlets do I have? Yeah. Um, you know, we've t- we've mentioned about friendship and about having these solid friends. And that's what I think about Dubai. Like, I can only really rely on a couple of people and they're the people that see me at my lowest of my lows Aww. and know how to help me out of my lowest of my lows. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what we're trying to talk about today. We're trying to, firstly, normalise the fact that sometimes... You feel absolutely shit. It's okay not to be okay. It is. That's what Demi Lovato says. It's okay. I like to call yeah. them a pity, have a pity day. Yeah, pity party. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um. And today we're going to talk to some people who specialise in this. We're going to talk yeah. to people who help people, you know, l- live a more fulfilled life, live a more, live in the moment and just like embrace themselves for themselves. And then people who actually if you are really feeling like you can't fix something how they can help you fix it yeah and also we're gonna go a little bit more people might say airy fairy oh yeah and talk to a girl who believes that crystals are the answer to all of our problems and i need my problems answered christy do you know what i mean well if it's sparkly <laughs> put my name in it babe yeah love it so we're going to be speaking to Trish from Mindrest and she is a stress management guru. Oh, this is what we need. She teaches you how to not be so stressed, which I think we can all we can all listen and learn from Trish. Absolutely right. Let's get Trish on. Hey Trish, how are you? Hello, hello ladies, how are you? I'm great, thank you. We're great, thank you. It's so nice to have you talking with us today and hopefully you can help our listeners understand how to handle their stressed feelings their overwhelmed feelings or just like we were we were looking at your um kind of your bio and your words of wisdom and we were saying that we loved it that it says when you're feeling anything pressure or any emotion that weighs you down take a moment to see where you are and you know where are you going and and that's what we think is important it's not just about fixing the immediate thing and forgetting about it and moving on it's about reflecting and improving so yeah we're here to listen to what you have to share with us about everything to do with mind reset 
Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, um, it, it's not always about what we think in the moment, right? So we only really have two reasons, you know, that we feel stressed. There are only two reasons that we get stressed, and that stress can be anger or frustration, fear, uh, loneliness, uh, you know, disheartenedness, brokenheartedness. Anything that comes along that, that can just take us out of our normal daily routine and put us on the floor. And those two reasons are we're not getting what we want mm-hmm. and we're afraid of losing something. Yeah. Well, when we're not getting what we want, you know, we're like, we're like the, the kid in the supermarket not getting the chocolate, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. stamping, our, stamping our feet and throwing ourselves <laughs> on the floor. Exactly. Reminds me of that advert. Do you remember that advert where the mum just lays on the floor and starts doing it as well? Uh, Trish, like what I've kind of noticed living in the UAE is the fact that obviously I think the the main thing for all of us here is we're all very ambitious people, right? We all want to mm. do something great with our lives. So therefore, do you think that what you've seen since you've started kind of working in the UAE is that we all kind of put way too much pressure on ourselves every day? Or is oh. that just me? Um, undoubtedly. <laughs> Undoubtedly, I, I, the people that I see, my clients uh, are often disheartened and disappointed with themselves for not yeah. being where they think they should be and for, you know, not getting there quick enough or not. I, I had a client today who literally said to me that he should be way ahead and he's he's never going to get there. He's always disappointed. So uh, this is a really common common theme actually yeah i am a person myself who has got myself into terrible spirals i'm as <laughs> extremely ambitious and i you know have at any one time 30 things on my to-do list and sometimes i get myself in such a tears i'll just be like right i'm not doing nothing and it's like it is that same thing like as if you're a child throwing your toys at the pram it's i do that like i can't do it I can't get through all this work, so I'm just going to do absolutely nothing. And I've had to train myself into realising, like, that's not the way to do it, Kirsty. Like, from your 30-thing list, break it down into, like, clumps of five and achieve even the five easiest things. And writing lists really helps me. Yeah. Like, crossing something off a list is so therapeutic. That is. And it's funny, Christy, because I am the complete opposite to you right now, <laughs> right? I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. So you think that you're doing loads and you think you're overwhelmed and doing too much. I am sitting on the other side where I think that I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more with my life. I should be trying harder. Like... What would your advice be for these two messes of a human being then, Trish? <laughs> Loaded. Okay, so let's have a little look, Elisa. Let's just have a little look. You said I should be doing more with my life. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Okay, so let's just take a moment. This won't take long. So let's just have a moment. So, Elisa, you should be doing more with your life. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and the answer to the question is a yes or no only. Right. You're not allowed to give me justification or a story or a reason, just a yes or no. Mm-hmm. So, you should be doing more with your life. Is that true? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. You should be doing more with your life. Can you absolutely know that's true? Yes or no? No. <laughs> how, so do you, just, how do you know this is not just, the place for you? This is where so you're meant to feel, be. Feel that no, that you're not sure, right? That, that it's a, yeah. when, you, when you imagine life, let me ask you, you ladies, wh- what's going on in life? If you had to give me just 10 or 15 words, Kirsty, what's going on in life for you? Everything. <laughs> One word. <laughs> Podcast, <laughs> markets, wellness days, website building, helping freelance projects yeah trying to date trying to see my friends yeah insane i could give you a hundred words (laughs) okay okay great start okay lisa you what what, what's going on in your life uh radio love quiz quiz nights podcasting yeah can you um, be more enthusiastic about being being sorry i'm enthusiastic about all these things (laughs) i love them um but i think trish for me and I think maybe a lot of people are like this, right? I am a what's next type of person, right? So I can never really live in the moment, in the here and now. I'm always thinking, right, what can I do next? How can I be better? In my career, what's my next step? How am I going to make myself a better radio presenter and therefore a better person overall? Like, I mean, that is definitely a real thing that I struggle with. 
mm-hmm, I, I understand. Because you're imagining all of those versions of you that are much better than you believe you are. Mm. So you're, you're seeing this movie screen of Elisa here, Elisa there, Elisa doing high jump and Elisa winning a gold medal and Elisa doing this and Elisa gaining this and Elisa meeting these people and Elisa getting out there. And that's the movie. Yeah. And you're comparing yourself to an imaginary movie and feeling less for it, feeling lazy because of it. Because this Elisa in this right corner is fantastic. And this Elisa in the left, well, she's in the past and she was just, you know, super slim and great health. And here, here you are sitting on a sofa thinking, oh, I'm miserable, because you're comparing yourself to a movie. It's like believing fake news. It's not real. Those, so those, right. pictures, yeah. those pictures of you aren't real. And yet yeah. look at the emotion that comes up. Now, I ask both of you what's going on in your life, and I heard, as many people will have, many, many, many things. But you know what's really going on in your life right now? What? You're talking to me. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they are. Oh, that's a trick question, Kirsty. We failed. Oh. You're talking oh. to me. Yeah. You're talking to me. And if you oh. believe the thought that you're overwhelmed and you'll never get me far ahead because you're, you have too much on your plate and you've already got too much and you're too tired and you've got too much to do, look at the images that come up. There you are trying to get out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning or go to bed before 2 o'clock in the morning with all the work that you've got. And you're exhausting yourself with those images. Yeah. But all you're doing is talking to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, this is that's blown reality. my mind. So this is the difference between believing the real world yeah. or imagination. And imagination is unreliable and scary. Yeah. It is. I mean, what is your advice then, Trish, to actually live in the moment? Because that's something that me and Kirsty obviously both struggle with, yeah. to actually just live in the present, enjoy where you are and not be thinking so much about the future. It takes practice because yeah. we're born. We're born to be, we're, we're born into a world where we're told immediately, you know, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. You know, the, the way I work is I invite my clients and it takes some work and it doesn't just happen like that. It does take practice and it takes awareness. I invite my clients to come back to the physical and that can be the body or the chair that you're sitting on or the floor that you're walking on or the car you're driving. Go back to the physical. Feel something in, in, your, in your direct vicinity so that you can come back to the reality of the moment. When we think we see an image, that image gives us emotions. Those emotions make us act. And those actions give us what we don't want. So we create our reality exactly the opposite to what we want. So how do you stand on stuff like, you know, like the law of attraction, for example? You know, you are visualizing how you would look in the future and then it's manifestation. Yeah, manifestation, the secret, that kind of thing. Like, how do you sit with that in what you do? Well, what you think about, you bring about. If I walk yeah. into the room and I and I think, oh, Elisa didn't say hello. She must be in a bad. She doesn't like me. Oh, that's right. She she just thinks she she thinks I'm not good enough for her. So my whole body is going to go into a tense state, yeah. and then I'll I won't even look at you because we, I'm believing these thoughts. And then guess what? We don't say hello, and and we haven't spent any time together. And I really believe then that you're not interested in Trish, talking I to am you very interested in talking to you. Seriously, <laughs> you're getting the wrong vibes here from me. <laughs> no, but it's interesting what she said because we talked about this um, in one of the other podcast episodes. We talked about the fact that we need to train ourselves to realise that the world doesn't revolve around us. Yeah. And it's really hard to do. Like, if you text someone and they don't text you back, it's like, oh, why haven't they done it? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's just because they're busy. And then I get that a lot like oh i'm terrible as well my worst habit is someone can message me it happened literally yesterday um hey babe do you know a photographer i reply with just the number of the like literally share and i the would contact. take that like oh well she's yeah. been well bitchy yeah and yeah. that's and i don't mean <laughs> it go. but it's just because i'm also it is a bit blunt and rude from me but it's just because i'm doing 10 other things yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like oh jules needs this number blah blah ping the number mm-hmm. and before i've even had the five seconds to reply and put some kind of fluff with the number which yeah, yeah, it yeah. should have because that's what happens when you're being a nice person um 
something else happens and I'm off again. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so that's... And, and, and that's exactly the key. I tell you what, one of the biggest keys to peace is knowing whose business you're in because yeah. there are only three kinds of business. There's mine, there's yours, and there's reality or God, yeah. whichever, whichever you want to believe in. And if you're wanting to preserve your energy, your mental health, your physical health, your peace... Come back to your own business. See what's yours to deal with, not anyone else's. And what they think of you is their business. What they say to you is their business. What are you going to do? Fight? Fight over what they say when you're not going to change it in the, in the moment. Nothing will change it in the moment. No. Nothing. It's like trying to change someone's religion in the moment. That's not going to work. No. So, you know, you, we look out the window here and we say, oh, my God, the heat. Well, now we're arguing with God. <laughs> you know. We're getting really yeah. carried away then, aren't we? Yeah. So can we just ask you, so something that we think is, you know, a hot topic. We did our first podcast about this and we still get messages now like, oh, talk more about dating, talk more about this. So, you know, the flip side of the, the funny stories and the, you know, romantic successes is obviously the romantic tragedies and where people think they've met the man of their dreams or they get ghosted and, and all these horrible downsides to dating and relationships. Relationships. So if someone came to you and said, like, oh, I've had a really bad breakup, you know, could you give a snippet of advice, like what you would say to someone or give them like, you know, three things that they need to do to just start making themselves feel better and like get over the get over the trauma that it can sometimes be to be binned, basically. Yeah. Well, when people break up or when people are no matter even if they haven't broken up, but when they're in a relationship and they they are seeking love and appreciation and approval from someone else, meaning the other partner. That's a big job for that partner. Mm. That's a big job. That's like saying, make me feel better, even if you can't do it for yourself. But I want you to do it for me because I can't do it for myself. So you stop everything. Don't do anything in life until I feel okay. And then we're good. And the problem is that's what we do in relationships. We go into a relationship because we want something. We want that person to give us something. And it, most of the time, for women particularly, because of the way people are paid in this world, it's security. Mm. It's financial security a lot of the time, and it's company. Um, so, and, it's, I'm not, I don't, and I don't even mean that it's for women because men are exactly the same. We all think that men are very different and bad, 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 but we're all the same. We have the same thoughts. But the thing is, if you're going to go into a relationship, ask yourself, is this because I want to be here or because I believe I need to be here? And if you need to be there, that's what I would question. Is it really true I need this guy for me to be okay? I need this guy in my life for me to be okay. If it's really true, how did you make it till you met him? How yeah. is it, tr- how's it possible? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to, like, ring in one of my mates here. Mm-hmm. But I do have a friend that it seems like her only goal is to find a guy. That's all oh, she all wants like to that. do, right? <laughs> and whenever we're out, she's just always scanning the room for guys. She's on Instagram looking at guys. And, and you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Like like what you said, Trish, it's like she's looking for that missing jigsaw piece rather than just focusing on herself. And then when you feel complete, that's when you should enter into a relationship, right? Because you're not going to be codependent with someone else. Well, that's the thing. When, we, when we're believing that we want, or more the point, we need something or someone that we don't have, that's borderline insanity. Mm. Because it, how can it be true that for me to be okay in life, for me to be happy, for me to survive, I need what I don't have when I'm doing okay without it? Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like addiction. I need, I need, yeah. I want, mm. I want. And that's I how need, it feels. Like love does feel like that sometimes, doesn't it? And then well, you're, you're sitting there to feeling. Fill a void, yes. Yeah, but then even when you're in a relationship, sometimes you're sitting there feeling like, oh, I really need this person. I really miss this person. And I think that can make you feel a little bit pathetic in a way sometimes, right? Well, I think it's lovely to, you know, true love is not something we turn on or turn off or fall in or fall out of. True love is our nature. And Mm. you can see this in babies. You can see this in babies. You know, babies are born and they're just so adorable and they can poo, they can vomit, they can keep us up, they can rush us to the hospital. They can do absolutely anything to us and we just love them to bits. But true love is our true nature. Mm. So our nature is to love. But when we get into a relationship, our egos get in the way where we, we have to manipulate to get what we want we believe we have to manipulate to get what we want and once we do that we leave our truth we leave our our true selves and 
the guy or the girl, whoever it is, is no longer in a relationship with a real person. They're in love or in a relationship with a fabrication. And that's why it can't, it can't continue. It can't work if you keep a facade up, if you're keeping a game up. So the best advice I would ever, and I don't give advice because no one takes it, nor do I. (laughs) None of us do. We can give it out to all of our mates and we never listen to our own, do we? Yeah. It's a realisation that if I'm not me, truly me, Mm -hmm. then I'm shortchanging this guy because this guy is going to realise that I'm maybe not the person I said I am and that, that he then wonders what else isn't true and it causes fractures. If you can't be totally honest with yourself in a relationship with yourself with a relationship with yourself then it'll be hard work in a relationship with someone else so good amazing i love so it if people want to find out more trish how can they get in touch with you i've got a website it's www.mindreset.biz and all of the information is on there fantastic well thanks again for talking to us and we really appreciated hearing your wonderful words of wisdom thank you you're welcome thanks ladies bye, bye. Christy, golden advice from Trish there, right? Yeah, and teaching us that we need to learn to live in the moment, especially me and my 27 answers. Like, I know, I feel like we both need to learn how to live in the moment. Let's just do that now. So in this moment, we're going to go on that Dubai girl on Facebook and find out one of the big questions of the week. Right, here we go. I love this. I know, let's get into it, right? So here's a question from Anonymous, won't out you. Hey girls, I'm taking a cute boy on a date <gasps> oh, this week. Oh, I saw this one. How cute is this? I, I don't actually want knew to you do, were going to read this. Did well. you? Yeah. Sorry, the usual like, dinner and drinks. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to do the usual dinner and drinks. Please give me some quirky ideas. Something like putt putt. That's mini golf to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice. Putt putt. Or bowling, but something better. I was thinking something arty that may be a little bit girly, though. Any suggestions will be great. What Ooh, do you think? My suggestion to her, if she wants something arty, would have been that thing where you can go to Pizza Express and have the wine. Yes. You have the wine and you paint a picture. Uh, there's also another one. There's two, I think there's, I think there's quite a few companies that do it. There's another one that's, um, like a bit like a reggae brunch and you do the painting. Cool. Yeah, they do different themes like gangster rap and it's gangster rap music and you paint a rapper. Yeah, it is cool. I haven't done it yet, but I definitely would like to try it. Like what Um, alternative dates do you like to go on? Like I love, go. I love, I went on a date to Top Golf. That was mm, fab. Really, really bad. I'm really bad at, I'm quite okay at mini golf, Mm -hmm. but top golf i was not great it's not easy though nah it it's really very isn't. complex the lady after i was on like ball 15 of 18 or something was like let me just show you how to do it i was like oh you can have told me this ball number one no? <laughs> no, um no. i tell you what i'm so bad at what bowling i'm bad oh. at bowling look are you quite competitive on dates oh my god i'm so competitive see i am not and people really hate it because i'm on a date right and then they're winning and i'm like oh yeah nice one go you and then yeah. they're just like, why are you not trying? I'm like, I am trying, but I don't care. No. I think people get pissed off at me. Yeah, I'm really competitive. <laughs> Even at stuff that you're really bad at. Uh, well, I don't, I don't do the things I'm bad at. If someone's That's like, do you want to go I'm bowling? Like... No, let's, uh, let's go to an escape room or a smash oh, room. Mate, escape rooms are the worst thing on earth. Why would anybody want to do problem solving for fun? Explain I mean, the rationale. Not for fun, but just to like prove that you can. Right, no. So you're trying to one-up them on the first date. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm just trying to let you know this is where this, is where this relationship's going, okay? And you got to deal with it, okay, um, mate? I don't even know what... I've, I, I couldn't... I mean, as we've established, I'm not good at dating, but um, I don't even know what I would say one of my best dates had been. Do you know there's a place that looks really, really cool Go that on. I've seen on Instagram? It's that um, paddle place it's like an oh i've done that i've done that you've done it yeah the paddle tennis thing. yeah paddle tennis yeah so that so looks good awesome. yeah so um, that dark. is good you know there's loads of them though it's like it was like when we launched our app um they were like one of the first people we actually did part of our promo video at a paddle course um and i i did it with a friend of mine's daughter is like sponsored by a paddle oh, company cool. yeah she's like really cool a pro. um and i was like god this is so hard because you just keep going. It's so it's like, not like tennis? No, it's really it's hard. It's faster. It's much faster because 
um, you're in like a glass box. So it's right? like squash vibes. Yeah. So right. like you can hit it against the wall yeah, and yeah. hit it against the back. And so it, it does, as long as someone hits it, the it, game never really ends. That sounds keep very going. dangerous. Yeah, but it's super, <laughs> like so many calories, man. So good for you. I like, love it. Yeah. So would you like to get sweaty on a, wait, on a date? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> would you? I would like to would get you? sweaty in an, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd care. I think, yeah. I think um, so. Since the whole COVID life, I'm yeah. wearing a mask. I'm totally like done with makeup, mm-hmm. and like it's so bad because before you think you used to put on like a proper full face, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Whereas now I'm like, how can I make myself look okay in the minimalist, most minimal way possible? Because yeah. you know, if it does get to that point, that's oh, I had a friend. I've got to tell you this story. I had a friend who used to wake up even when she'd been with her boyfriend for months. Yeah, like we're talking six months plus. She used to wake up and she used to go and do her makeup when he was asleep and get back into bed and like lay on the pillow like as if like as if oh I've just woken up. Like yeah, this. like not full like winged eyeliner, but like legit like did a glow up. And I was just like, how could you be arse? Like I know. Because they've got to just love you for who you are. Exactly. That's the thing. One of my guy mates said that he's had this really funny story about a girl that he went on a night out with. And, uh, you know, the night out went well. Then he took her back to his place. And she said when she woke up, it was funny because she, like, popped her head off the pillow and all the makeup was still on the oh pillow. <laughs> she, also, it's completely come yeah, off her face. nothing worse, man. Like, you rub your eyes yeah. or... Oh, no, no. I know, but just be yourself. Maybe a sporty day. I like the idea of a sporty day. I think that's a cool thing to do. And do you not think, Kirsty, I just love wearing trainers. I do too. (laughs) I just love it. But see, as you get older, you do give less of a shit about what you look like, don't you? On a date. You, You need to. Do you know what I always think now? Like, they don't put a full face of makeup on. Like, well, don't uh, get me wrong. Like, I I enjoy a bit of grooming. Like, mm-hmm, I feel like everyone mm-hmm. should take care of themselves. I'm not saying let yourself go and rock up in a bin bag, but I just feel like keep the expectations realistic. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I went on a first date. Someone took me on a first date to the to atmosphere in the Burj Khalifa. Oh, right? darling! I know. Um, it was a bit of a catfish situation when I got there, and I was a bit like. Also, they were 45 minutes late, which I think's. I am not a good time. No, keeper, that's not good. But forty-five minutes late, and then telling me it's because there's so many different, so many different address address hotel. Like it's the one oh, with the big flashing God. building attached to it. Like how oh. can you get lost? Anyway, um, yeah, downed like three bellinis and then just sat there and yeah, was just like, was it a shit date anyway? Yeah, I mean, the more bellinis I drank, the more I enjoyed myself. But the yeah. date, the date kind of took a turn when I was just basically like. Are you going to be like this all night? I, I'll tell you what, the date was so bad. He said to me, Oh, tell me something. It was like, it was, I don't know, ask me something about my business or what I did or something, which is quite a, a long winded story. Yeah. And at some point in the story, I said the phrase, long story short. And he responded with, Well, it isn't a short story. Uh, <laughs> it's a very long story. And you're still going. And I was like, What? But. Why have you been asked me the question? You should do what I do on on. nights out whenever I meet people. They Mm. ask me what I do, I make something up. Don't tell them about your real job. Just tell them about something that's really unattractive and unsexy. Like, what what do you do, Lisa? I work in a morgue. No more questions. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That shuts it right down. When you meet someone on a night out, but like when you're on a date, like. If you go on a date... Yeah, but if you're not interested anyway, you might as well oh, yeah, just have a bit true. of a laugh. Yeah, true. You might as well entertain yourself 45 minutes late. I don't think so, son. I'm taking you to the morgue with me because you've been back with me. Sorry, that was dark. Um, right. So what did the girls say? What was the response on the group? Well, these are good ones. Virtual reality laser shooting place killing zombies. Oh, yeah. Like. A little bit violent. A little bit much. I like it. Yeah. Um, also... Uh, Water park at Atlantis. Oh yeah, but right. I don't want to. I don't want to be in a bikini. Same. I was going to say the same thing. I don't. Nah. No. I'm not ready want, for that. On I first don't date. even want to be in a bikini with my close friends. Yeah. Let alone a complete stranger. Yeah, I'm not up for the bikini. But look, if Maybe you're when really I was 25, hot. Yeah. If you're if you're rocking a go board, for it, go baby. for it, girl. Yeah. Um, a smash room. You mentioned yeah. that one. A lot of people think that's really cool. Like if the date's crap, you just like smash your energy out. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. Boom. Yeah. Here's a telly that I'm got. Right. <laughs> and what about this one? Why are you taking him on a date? He should be taking you. Oh, see, nah, I, I can't. I can't get on board with that comment. Like, really? I feel like, okay, this is my this is my rules of the situation, right? 
first date yeah. i feel like the other person should pay whoever initiated the asked you to go on the date with them they should pay okay whoever it is whatever. right so if right so boy or girl whoever it doesn't asks matter. whoever asks on the date you're do you want to do you want to come for drinks with me do you want to go for dinner like, then you're paying then you're paying right okay? yeah that's fair so if, yeah. if i asked then yeah. i should pay but uh, i'll see yeah split it no you say split it is that what you say on the first no day? i say i'll pay if it's on the entertainer <laughs> So, however, my my deviation from this rule is if I go on a first date and I know it's going absolutely nowhere, I will very, very genuinely offer to pay half and I will like be like, no, no, no. You know, if they then totally insist, that's on them. Like, because I feel like if I'm never seeing you again, you won't get the chance to pay them back on the yeah, second date. Whereas oh. like, I like to go like first date them. Yeah. Second date me. Yeah. Third date onwards, we just like play it by you. Like, yeah. Whatever. I like to do first date them, second date free. Free? If it's me. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's my turn, it's free. We're going for a walk down the beach. Have fun. Ice cream. Okay. Only if it's McDonald's. Like, one all, my, all my connections, I can go on a free date. <laughs> no, not a freebie, freebie. Have I'm you ever taken food. someone on a freebie? Like when, because you must. Yes. Yeah. I have as of well. Of course. I think it's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I know we just said not about going in swimsuit dates, but this was like third or fourth date, and I got invited to a really cool, like, pool party brunch thing. Yeah. And I was like, going to take my date. Come free. Like, yeah cracking it's good it's good stuff all right let's get our next guest on then we're talking about how to make ourselves happy in this miserable world no i'm kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding kirsty i'm gonna be happy i swear Uh, right let's get her on so kirsty our next guest is the lovely mish hey mish Hi, how are you girls doing? Yeah, we're doing good, thank you. Uh, so Mish, tell us a bit about what you do then. Okay, so I own Moonkin Apothecary, um, which is basically your modern day crystal shop. <gasps> um, so we sell crystal, sage, not herbs, not, not crystal meth. No, not, not crystal meth. And also no. not stones. No. So not stones. We do a lot of markets no. together and I get very upset when people are like, oh, we're going to go to the girl that's selling the stones. And mm. I'm, yeah. I'm not a big but you know, person, I, prefer, but... I prefer stones over rocks because oh. then it just sounds like I've gone out to the beach and collected, you know, gone out just to the picked up some pebbles. A geologist. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. I mean, I've heard the the name apothecary before in Shit's Creek. Oh, so I love that show. I, so, so good. Funny. Well, so what does that mean? I'm honored that you hear Moonkin Apothecary and you think of Shit's Creek. Yeah, That's a dream. <laughs> I love Shit's Creek. I'm obsessed. I watched the whole of it during lockdown. It's so good. Um, and so, what does that actually same. mean, like shop or what? Yeah, so apothecary is kind of an ode to the olden days where they used herbs and, um, you know, things like that for medicine yeah. and, and self-care before all the prescription drugs. I mean, you know how it is. So using things like lavender to calm you down and relax or tea tree and thyme for mm. antiseptic and antibacterials. Um, it's, you know, when you when you think about olden movies, like I always think of like Sherlock Holmes when they would go into those little you know, the dark little corner shops that you open up and there's all those bottles and dried flowers and herbs everywhere. That's where the apothecary comes from. Amazing. And that's what we're, and what you touched on it there, you were talking about lavender. I always associate lavender with like those nice cushions that make you feel relaxed or like body oil. And that's what we're talking about today. Today's I associate it with grandmothers. Oh. Because they always smell like lavender, don't they? (laughs) Oh, don't know how <laughs> I, I like it. I had a massage yesterday and I had lavender oil and I was like, hmm, really into it. Well, you are getting old now. <laughs> yeah. No, but my point being that today we're talking about when you're feeling stressed, when yeah. you're feeling overwhelmed and when you're feeling lonely and like with, mm. what, with what you sell and what you do, like explain to, you know, someone like me who's a complete novice to the situation before I met you, um, how can how can your apothecary i'm not saying it right how can it help yeah yeah so the whole like the whole idea of crystals have become crazy popular recently i think everyone coming out of the pandemic everyone's feeling all sorts of different ways like upside down left right you name it and the idea of having a crystal or something that can help i the way i look at crystals right is that it's um People use it for manifestations and setting intentions. And the idea is that it's a physical representation of those goals that you're trying to set, of what you're trying to achieve. So every time you grab that crystal, say you're work, you're, 
you need help with your anxiety and you need something to help you to de-stress, um, you can grab that certain crystal. And then when you see it and you're holding it in your head, you're almost like telling yourself to calm down because that's what this crystal is supposed to help you with. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a nice alternative way to have a physical representation of being determined and motivated and getting to the gym or calming down or picking up that book and reading and focusing. So that's kind of the idea behind crystals and setting intentions and manifesting and how it can help with your with your well-being. I mean, plus they're beautiful. I mean, I'd much they rather are. have a crystal on my on my table than, you know, my 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 bottle of antidepressants, right? Um so it's 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 a way to help you in a more natural holistic way. So crystals are all about like energy, aren't they? Am I am yeah. I right or completely wrong here? Is it about you like are. You are. it pulls it pulls energy from Right, no, that yeah. I was good, like from the universe so into a crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the nice. universe, the energy. So the, <laughs> the the dummies guide that I like to say is basically it takes the earth, time, energy, pressure, heat, minerals to create these crystals. Mm-hmm. Okay, and energy doesn't just disappear. So that energy stays behind in the crystal through teeny tiny vibrations. Then when you think of your body, your body's made up of 70% water. So when you hold that crystal, all those very small vibrations in there change the vibrational flow of the water in your body. So that's why when you hold some crystals, you can feel like you can feel it in your heart. You can feel calm. You can feel more grounded. So that's more like your sciencey way of how a crystal can help change your energy and literally change your vibe. Hmm. I love it. I just love. I, I, I'm just not. I'm just not knowledgeable about all of this stuff. You know, I, I've lived my life very much as a everything happens for a reason, and probably only yeah. recently I have kind of. Someone I said something yesterday, and someone was like, "Don't put that into the universe." And I like yeah. finally got it, and I was like, "Yeah," because what you want, you have to feel confident in yourself, and you have to think actually, this is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to happen, and this is you know mm-hmm. very relevant to all the people we've spoken to today that it's all about believing ultimately believing in yourself and if you're stressed or if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling down like what are the little things you can change the small steps day to day to make yourself feel better mm. and you know i'm not a person that necessarily has crystals in my house or you know has gone down that path or necessarily might you know truly be into that but I don't turn my nose up at anyone that does because I just think everyone's got their own thing yeah. that makes them feel better. Um, I have an absolutely repulsive habit of picking my nails and like oh, biting my nails. And no, my nail salon lady would absolutely end me. For, but like literally, but people, I know that's, I know that is disgusting. We're in a pandemic, mm-hmm. don't put your fingers in your mouth. Like it's disgusting. But everyone has to have their own little de-stress. And yeah. like, I've had to real train myself out of that minging habit, like to be normal. So, you know, if well, there's, people... There's much, there's much worse habits and addictions to have. So yeah, you know that's, that's true. I'm not sniffing coke, am I? So. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. Um, look, Mish, like all crystals have kind of like a different meaning don't they a different thing that you want to achieve from a certain crystal so like say we were feeling a bit rubbish and you wake up feeling a bit stressed like what crystal would you recommend to your customers that come in and ask about that so it depends on on what what is stressing you out and what's making you feel rubbish right so like you know at the moment i'm trying to get my ass back to the gym Mm -hmm. so i'm using um a stone called carnelian, which is a beautiful red stone. It's all about determination, motivation. I literally say it's your get shit done stone. Like nice. if I could give it a song, it would be like that Rocky song when he's running up. The, up, running up the, exactly, exactly. That's like your carnelian stone, right? It's like, let's go, girl. We're going to get this done. Or a stone like amethyst is extremely calming. So if it's more that you're waking up with like pressure and anxiety for the day, you know, something like amethyst or sodalite are good. If you're down because your love life just isn't working out, something like rose quartz, the most popular stone on the table, um, that's all about bringing self-love in and bringing external love in. Or one of my other bestsellers are the money stones because maybe you're waking up and you're stressed about your financial situation, Mm -hmm. something like pyrite or citrine are known as your money stones. 
I need the money so storm, the loved one, I all of them. them all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we know what, we know like, what we're doing at the next market. Stoning yeah, me Yeah, exactly, up. right. Getting stones. <laughs> on every table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't really use that as your tagline because you're in the UAE, get stoned, but that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There's so many, like, I'm a big fan of bad dad jokes and stuff like that, and I've got so many T-shirts I eventually want to get made that are... <laughs> are right up like right up that alley not uae friendly <laughs> is what you're saying and um, right no, so yeah, if we no. want to get some of your gorgeous gorgeous crystals mish where can we see you then where can we come and get them from um so you can always follow us on moon.kin underscore apothecary on instagram and we're constantly at some incredible markets like urban market and we're always posting other locations that you can find us and we've got some um, exciting locations coming up for the winter season as well. So if you follow us on Instagram, you can always find us. And you can DM me and tell me all your woes. Oh. I'll be like your crystal therapist. Yeah. Um, so nice. And give you yeah, crystal and, fairy. And recommend, yeah, yeah, crystal fairy. I'm, I like that. I'm there. I'm here for that. Um, yeah, you can, um, you can DM me and tell me what's going on, and I can help recommend a, a stone for you. Misha, I bet you're well cool. She, like, she I can imagine because so cool. I can just tell that she's like she really cool. So cool. I bet she looks cool as well, she doesn't is. she? She's cool in every single yeah, aspect I might, of her life. Yeah, I might be, I might be covered in tattoos and have hot pink and orange I hair that. that may or may not be yeah, my vibe. Yeah. I just <laughs> had an idea. I just love that. Um, we're also going to very. Mish's in a great relationship with Mr. Sockman. Mr. Sockman! <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Sam Socks. Yeah, Christian okay, so Sockman. here's... Socks yeah, so, and rocks! So, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. So we're, we're the couple that are going to rock your socks Boom. off. Boom! <laughs> And on that moment, I think wow. we, there's nothing more we can do here I'll, today. I'll, I'll drop, I'll drop the mic there, right? We, yeah, we've reached our peak yeah. now. Yeah, amazing. Uh, love it, Mish. Well, thanks so much for chatting to us today, and we'll come and see Thank you and your you. crystal soon. All right. Amazing, amazing. Thank you guys so much. Okay, so. Hot topic question number two from the Facebook group this week. Love it, yes. I'm going to read it out because otherwise I get it wrong. Okay. Hiya, ladies. I need to ask for some advice. I live in a studio apartment that I share with one other girl. We gel well with each other and respect each other's boundaries. However, there is only one tiny issue. I am a light sleeper. That means even the little tiniest noise wakes me up. I've learned to sleep with the phone on silent mode. My roommate, however is the opposite once her head hits the pillow she's out like a light now here's the thing my work schedule is early morning while hers is late morning from 12 or even sometimes 2 p.m so she sleeps very late this wouldn't bother me but she constantly moves around to go to the bathroom or the kitchen for a late night snack she tries to be quiet but the moment i hear her moving i'm up and this means that my sleep is lost and i end up sleeping around 3 or 4 a.m and then I still have to wake up at six, oh. which means I'm feeling sleep deprived most days. How can I ask her to not do this since it's her house and she has every right? She's a good roommate and she's become a great friend. What can I do without both parties feeling guilty? Oh, I mean, housemate drama is the yeah, hardest I mean, thing, isn't it? That's like the next level from housemate yeah, drama. Though. That's like So I did a very similar thing. One mm-hmm. of my friends moved over. This was years ago now. And I lived in the studio at the time. Yeah. And I said to them, like, yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, I was teaching. I was getting up early. They're, like, dead to the world sleeper. So I was like, yeah, cool. But do you know what used to get me? Sometimes I'd come home from work because they were looking for work. Mm-hmm. And they'd still be in bed at, like, 3, 4 p.m. And I'd be like, what? Look, like, what? Are you not out looking for a job? You're yeah, not going to go just, for it? Yeah, like, and then because the kind of person they were, they'd worked in the hospitality and entertainment industry. So we used to the same thing, going to bed really, yeah, really late. Yeah, sleeping all day. So, yeah, I just think, you know, it's when your roommate, when your housemates, mm-hmm. I think it's okay. You've got your own room. At least room you have your own space, yeah. But when you're sharing a room, man, and so many people here do do it. <sighs> it's like, tough, right? And And I think a lot of what the girls are saying is, you know, talk to her about it. Just tell her. Right? I think the best solution is, one, buy earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> or two... 
you're going to have to try and find somewhere else. Yeah. Because you're going to lose your mate, aren't you? Because yeah. if you lose your rag, oh, you're screwed. And like, I do understand, I feel like, Five years ago, I would have understood it more about this whole sharing yeah. a room situation. But I think there are so many options in Dubai now that are so cheap mm-hmm. for even a one bedroom. Yeah, like, even yeah. if you get a one bedroom, someone yeah. goes in the bedroom, someone has a pull-out bed in the living room. Yes. Um, like, I just think nowadays to be sharing a studio is just mad, like absolutely mad. I know, but we don't know what the situation is. Maybe it's a money thing yeah. and the girls are struggling. But I hope, girls, that you sort it out. And I've been really lucky with roommates you know like all of them have been great i think maybe that makes me the bad one <laughs> i mean i've never had a problem i've never had a roommate because i just don't think i could really yeah like so i am that friend i i live in a two bed and i am that friend that my friends like when they when they need to move or something's going on like they're like hi can i come <laughs> stay in this very and one of Aww. my very very good friends um this is really sad she it was a couple of years ago now she won't mind um, basically, she was meant to be moving in with her boyfriend. Right. And it was like, day Uh-oh. to sign on the dotted line. She'd said she was leaving her other accommodation. Mm-hmm. So she had nowhere to live. Um, and he turned around like, <gasps> actually, no, I, I want to break up. I don't want to live together. No, absolutely on terrible. The on the day that the they contract. were signing the contract. <gasps> and she'd already terminated the other contract. No. Yeah, no. God, men are assholes, aren't they? Yeah. And um, so she was like, can I go and stay with you? And I was like, yeah. Now... I'm a little bit borderline OCD. Okay. And my friend is not. She is very messy. (laughs) Messy. Very, very messy. And the way I coped with it, because it was like three weeks, is, I mean, I didn't cope. I lost my rag a couple of times. Um, Is that I said, I don't care. Just keep all that mess in that room. Because then shut the door Mm -hmm. and I don't need to deal with it. But it was a couple of things. Like, so my friend's very pale so she likes wearing fake tan oh no and my the internal cupboards of my wardrobes and my walls and everything in my brand new flat at this time i'd lived there for about four weeks are white Mm. um and at one point i remember just popping in the room because it was my spare room to get something out of the wardrobe trying to ignore the chaos around me and seeing this orange fake tan hand on like my, you know on halloween oh, when people put blood hands yeah, on their windows on my on my wardrobe my new white wardrobe oh. and i was so angry and yeah but we're still friends because Good. that is true friendship people you, love you for the mental case that you are and i think the thing with like moving in is it's either gonna make or break your friendship baby yeah. so get ready yeah it could so, go either way couldn't so it? that's why i think all my friendships have survived because no one's ever had to yeah. live with me <laughs> no one has to deal with you also my friends find it so funny so i do this thing i'm host like i like people to come around my house yeah, and yeah. have dinner and everything but my friends know now when i get up and start doing a little tidy up it's normally around especially when i I was teaching it's around the like nine half nine mark my friends know that they say it now it's a joke isn't it's oh this is tidy up she wants us get to get out yeah it's get out yeah. time she's doing a little tidy away <laughs> she's putting things in the cupboards it's yeah. time for us to go home. the dishes are clanging yeah time like to i love old. you all yeah i will cook you a three-course dinner oh but when i've had enough you need to go can i like, come yeah anytime oh my god amazing right well kirsty's gonna do that for me uh what plans have you got this week then kirsty uh well i'm gonna go to your quiz again <gasps> yes. because i have i did, did come to week one of the quiz yeah. and loved it oh thank you we're doing a brand new trivia night at distillery downtown in dubai so please come along yeah get a taxi because it's happy hour all night yeah it is baby uh, and it was a great quiz we oh some, thank you we had some very interesting characters at the quiz as well we really we? did there were some very rowdy people and that's the way I like it baby yeah. I like it rowdy she likes it rowdy and I fun. really do but uh, yeah hope to see you there and um, yeah come hang out with us yeah with let's us have a great time in real life I know and we are uglier than you probably think aren't we I'm <laughs> no. beautiful talk yeah. to yourself <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, thanks for listening today and we'll see you next week. And remember, if you've got anything to share with us or anything to tell us, you can send us a DM or you can email us at thatdubaigirlpod.com. No, at gmail.com. You're so confident though. I loved it. Right. Yeah, you can get us on that email that Kirsty Half said, uh, but we will see you next week. Cheers for listening. Cheers for listening.